following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, 
To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost from the spring of the water of life. He who overcomes will inherit it all, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murders, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Welcome, pilgrims. It is time to come out of her, out of Babylon, out of all wickedness. And it's time to pray. Today is our prayer day. I'm giving at the command of the Lord this time to you to pray. So as the Holy Spirit moves in your heart, would you call? And would you pray? You're welcome to pray in English or Spanish or Korean or Japanese or whatever your language is. God understands. He knows your language. The issue is, will we pray? Will we cry out to the Lord God of heaven? Will we pray? The lines are wide open. Call 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. That number again, jot it down, please. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. And as the Holy Spirit moves you, would you pray? Would you cry aloud to the God of heaven? to our Lord Jesus to bring courage, backbone into the pastors and the people in America who say they are Christians. And Lord, would you expose all corruption in the church and in the government, in the business Expose the corruption. I pray that the Lord will bring revival. That he will bring a great sorrow upon our hearts for our sin against him. That we will grieve and wail and mourn for what we have done to the nations, what we have done to the babies, what you have done that was against the Lord God of heaven, for it is against him that we sin. So the phone lines are open. Would you pray? Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming? Lines are wide open. You're welcome to call. Call and pray. Almighty God, I come to pray. I come to cry aloud to you. I I come to ask, Almighty God, would you send forth your Holy Spirit to bring great conviction upon your people? And great sorrow in our hearts for the way we have abused you and turned against you. Lord, come Holy Spirit today in this broadcast and in the hearts of men and women as they call and as they pray. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. We have a caller. Welcome. Would you please pray? Thank you, brother. Our Father, we come to you this day. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. Yes. Because there is no other way that we can get into your presence, Lord. Lord, our brother 
Pastor Ray have said many times that we are so full of ourselves that the Lord simply does not want to use us until we get rid of all pride and everything that is in the middle of the way of Him doing something mighty in and on us. Lord, we ask you this day that you will humiliate us. This is something that you have asked that we have to do. We ask you that you will help us, Lord, that you will guide us, that you will be prompt to let us know what is it that in ourselves is of hindrance to the movement of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Yes. Lord, we ask you that you will deal with us personally in a very intimate level, so intimate that we can we don't even know about it, Lord. Lord, we ask you that you will deal with our with our sin, Lord. That you will be severe is need so, Lord, with our with our sin, Lord. That you will cleanse us. In my case and in my family, I ask you, Lord, that it doesn't matter if we like it or not, that if we want or not, we ask you, Lord, as a family, we come to you and we ask you, take the free will of our lives and everything that is in the middle of your way. Yes. At the end, there is just one way to come to you. We have to die out, Lord. There is no going anywhere when you say, who who wants to follow me, pick up his cross and follow me. There is no any place of following that is not death. There is no picture of you carrying a cross that is going to end up in any other place than death, than crucifixion, than execution, Lord. And we know about it. There is no other place that you were when you were carrying your cross. And you have said, let him pick his cross and follow me. What is it that we are so slow to understand? What is it that you said that we cannot get to grasp? Following you means the death of the flesh and the death of the pride and the death of the selfishness, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to begin with, to deal with us, Lord, on a personal level. Then, Lord, we ask you that you will deal with your church here in America. We have come, Lord, to be so fed, so fat, Lord, with so many blessings, Lord, that we have completely forgotten about you, Lord, the one that have given us that many blessings. We have come to put our eyes on the blessings and not in the one who blesses us out of love and out of compassion. We have completely forgot about you, Lord. We we have forgot how to come to you, Lord, because we have forgot what hunger is, what disease is, what insecurity is, what tyranny is. We have forgotten, Lord, about the only way a society can go forth that is in your commandments, Lord, and in the growing and in the imparting of moral teachings in our houses, Lord. So have we forgot about you, Lord, that we are teaching our girls and boys that they can be otherwise, Lord. And we are teaching and not even teaching, not only teaching, but even giving them 
power over their family law. How is it possible that a little kid, a little girl, could have power over his mom, his dad? How is it possible, Lord, that moms and dads are hand-tied? They cannot educate their children unless they go with the nonsense, Lord. They go with the abomination, the idolatry. Yes. They cannot educate their children if they are morally correct, if they are followers of Jesus Christ. They cannot educate their children. They will do a little bit, but then later on, the kids will be sent to school, and then they will find a wicked teacher, an immoral, out of any good behavior person that will be the teacher of our children, Lord. And society approves of that. Society approves of immoral teachings. Society approves of abominations in the schools and idolatry to the outer must level, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you will put your hand over this society, that you will put all those, Lord, who rebel in such manner against you. Because yes. it's, not a, it's not a small rebellion. It's not a personal, small thing. It's, 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 it's abomination, Lord. It's idolatry, Lord. It's the worst humanity has ever seen, Lord. No society, no society has ever lived or prospered with such abominations like getting our children to become such immoral thing that will make a stop to any progress of any society. And that's the conclusion that we arrive when we, we, we can see that our nation is being devoured by yes. the enemy from the inside, Lord. Yes. If you go to tyranny countries, if you go to dictatorships, if you go to any place, Lord, sectarian countries like the Muslims, Lord, they will not allow that. It's not a matter of freedom. It's a matter of morals. They will not allow that. You cannot be a homosexual in any Muslim country. You cannot be a homosexual in communist countries. Because simply they know that they will not succeed if they allow such abomination. It's not even because it is against the, the Lord. It's because it against the prosperity of their society. How in the world are we going to allow such an immoral thing, not only because of the prosperity and the life of the nation, but because it is an abomination in front of your eyes, Lord. Lord, we ask you that you will Deal with this to the bottom, Lord, to the bottom. And I don't ask this lightly, Lord, because I know, Lord, at the level that we are right now, I, I know, Lord, that it has to be something major that you should send over this land, Lord, because I have seen such abomination, Lord. There is no one. There is no one you can talk two words about it without being a homophobic, without being a whatever they call you, Lord. Sorry for my English. Without being prejudiced, without being a bad human being when we are only worrying about the eternal condition of every person. There is no way you can talk about anything 
without almost ending in jail or actually ending in jail. Lord, we ask you that you will put your hand and you, you, Lord, will deal with it. Yes. Ezekiah brought to you, Lord, what the enemy wanted to do over your land, Israel, Lord. I bring to you, Lord, this situation because they are not offending me. I am not a homosexual. And I have no homosexuals in my family. And I will not allow that. It's not me who they are offending, Lord. They are offending you. They are rebelling against you. Even in Israel, they have homosexual parades. One of the most, one of the biggest little kid entertainment centers like Disney, they hold the homosexual parade day in their premises, Lord. How, Lord, how our children are learning to live with such a thing. How just by thinking about it is utterly disgusting to see two men grab by hand half naked in the beach, Lord. How is it possible, Lord? Send rocks from the sky, Lord, to the beaches here in the United States of America, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that you will deal with every wicked immorality, Lord. Yes. To the bottom, Lord. To the bottom. And I am sure when once you do so, we will have no need to pray for the government of our nation, Lord. But they think it is a funny, it's a it's something to be proud about to bring homosexuals into the governation of this country, Lord. Lord, I ask you that you will deal with this to the bottom, Lord, that you will deal with your with your church. Many, Lord, many, Lord, are making fortunes with the prosperity gospel, with the health gospel, Lord, as if to get into the kingdom of heaven, one's, one need to be healthy and rich. I ask you, Lord, that you will deal with that to the bottom, Lord. It's better now, and I'm talking about them the guilty one. I'm talking about them. Very soon, we are we are entering to the end of times. Very soon, the pit will be open, and creatures will come out of them to inflict pain and judgment over all those that will not be marked. By your mark, Lord. And many, Lord, the vast majority in the church of this nation will face such punishment. It is written, people will look to die in those days, but death will be hidden from them. There will be no death. There will yes. be judgment like yes. never, ever before in the planet Earth. And they are about to face it. We are so close. They're not sure, but we are so close that even in this lifetime, most people will see such things. What are they waiting for? We are talking here about the so-called Christians, that they don't go to pray. They are busy right now, like doing something better. What is that? Is that possible? Come to us, Lord. Yes. Come to us now. Yes. We need, Lord, whatever is necessary from you. So many Lord, many will not be lost at that time. You have said that 
broad is the way, and that many, but many will be lost. When I said that many will not be lost, I'm talking the the majority of the so-called Christians, Lord. At least they have heard someone talking about you. At least they call themselves Christians. At least they visit sometimes the church. At least they have a Bible, a home. I'm asking you, Lord, that out of that people, Lord, you will bring severe judgment now so they will not have to face the really severe judgment that is written in your Bible that will come at the end of time and that we are so, so close to them that probably most of the Christians today will come to endure that kind of judgment over their life because they are not marked with you, Lord. They are just out to the good car, the good house, their own, own, own lives. So their own lives that they even neglect the family members that are next to them under the same roof, Lord. Those who just bring the kids to school and allow them to get soaked and wet with whatever the world have to bombard at them and they don't do their father mother work that you have called them to do at home because they are so worried with their blessings that they are just lost, Lord, before your yes. presence. I ask you, Lord, you will deal with your church if yes. you do so in a nation like United States of America. We don't even have to pray for our government, Lord, because the wicked men that we have in power right now, most of them will be gone. A new, moral, convicted Christians will come to the government of this country, and those are the ones that will guide us politically and socially in your ways, Lord. Lord, I ask you that you will show your power, Lord, to this nation. So many, Lord, will come to straighten their ways. Yes, Lord. Towards you, Lord. Yes. That great repentance will come, Lord. Yes. It will be better, Lord. If repentance comes just by inspecting our lives, Lord, it will be better. But still, Lord, we know that with some aggravations in our lives, we have we we might come, Lord, to terms with you, Lord. We ask you judgment over your church. So peace. So freedom, real freedom and real blessings will flow again over this, your land, Lord. Yes. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. Welcome. Please pray. Lord Jesus, we just um, come today, Lord, we're heartbroken over America. And Lord, I'm, uh, I've been crying out for the church, Lord, that you would wake us up. And I know, Lord, that you're shaking us, but we quickly adapt to the shaking, it seems. And so, Lord, I'm asking that you would give us uh, the cries as Ezra had, as Nehemiah had, as Jeremiah had, as many of the saints of old had, the Finneys, the Father Nashes. Lord, we need a heart cry for the church. Yes. And Lord, 
Lord, I, I don't know what it will take for our prayers to meld into that. But, Lord, I'm asking that whatever whatever is required, Lord, to get to that point, that you would do that. Lord, I just broke down today, and I praying for the church. I couldn't stop crying. But, yes. Lord, then it stops, and then I'm okay. So I, I know, Lord, that you want to give that to each one of us who are serious about following you and serious about being your servant. Yes. So, Lord, that laundry list of sins that Pastor read in the opening today, I mean, the first one was cowardice, Lord. No, no backbone. No backbone, Lord. That's what cowardice is. Yes. Worried about what the world thinks. The Lord, Lord, we lay that aside and we come against sin. Lord, we don't berate people and beat people up, but we don't we don't compromise with sin in any way, Lord. Yes. So Lord, I and people can call that hateful, but Lord, it's not hateful. There's no hate coming out of it at all, Lord. Because we've we're, we've all been sinners and we've been delivered by the blood of Jesus and we want yes. deliverance for those who are caught in sin. So Lord, I'm asking that you would give the church a backbone and Lord the repentance that's required to restore that. Lord, I can remember the days when we tried to fit in with the world and we said that we were trying to reach the lost. And then the church became like the world. And it'll never work, Lord. Yes. But you've not called us to be like the world. You've called us to be separate from the world. Yes. So, Lord, I, I'm asking, Lord, that you would bring conviction to the church. Lord, they've just backed down on every side. We can't say that. We can't do that. Lord, how about we just obey you and do what you say and leave the results in your hand? So, Lord, I, I pray, Lord, that you would make it clear where we've compromised. Yes. Where we've given up our courage. Lord, the devil does want to take the fight out of us. I remember Pastor David talked about that many times when he preached, that the devil was out to discourage you and to stop the fight that Jesus had put in your heart against sin for righteousness. And Lord, Lord, we've lost that fight. Many of us have. And I'm asking, Lord, for a total restoration. Yes. And the repentance necessary for it, Lord. <clears throat> Lord, and that includes that includes just going all the way to the bottom, Lord, in our soul. To deal with those things that we haven't seen or we haven't wanted to deal with, that we've pushed away. Or that all corruption would be exposed and then... Yes. Repented of, because Lord, yes. we know there's power in your blood to heal and to change and deliver. Yes. Lord, I testify that there's power. There's mighty power in your blood, Jesus. Yes. I don't have any power in my own, my own physical strength or mental strength. But Lord, in you, my strength is made perfect in your my weakness, Lord. Your strength is made perfect in my weakness. So, Lord, I'm asking for a spirit of repentance because, Lord, you're not out to condemn us. You're out to transform us and to rescue us. So, Lord, I'm asking that we would once again in America embrace a bold, convicting word. Yes. 
that's full of love for Jesus, that's full of the power of the blood and the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. That's devoid of legalistic nonsense, Lord. Lord, Lord, it's not legalism to obey what you've asked me to do. So, Lord, I'm asking that all this would culminate, Lord, in a great harvest. Lord, we need a great harvest, especially in the church, because of all the lies and all of the... There's, There's not much of a real church in America, Lord. I don't know how much, but there's a lot of religion, but there's not many followers of Jesus. So, Lord, I'm asking for a change by your Spirit. Yes. And I'm asking, Lord, that you would ramp up things, Lord, for those of us who are determined to pray and to break through in the Spirit, that you would ramp up the intensity of our prayers, Lord. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Lord, I bless you. Have your way, Lord Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. God bless you. you, brother. Thank you, brother. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. The lines are open. Would you call and pray? I've had a realization this week that I've known, but now it became very personal. And that is that we can repent We can go through the sin and we can repent. We can turn from it and we can turn to God. But it will not last if there is not a deep, deep sense in our heart of how we have offended God and how we have grieved him. And there must be a deep grieving in our heart There must be a a consciousness of how utterly wicked we've been. There must be a, a heart change that happens by the power of the blood of Jesus. And then we will not go back and go back and go back to our sin because we will hate it. Because we see the price Jesus paid for it. And we begin to understand how we have offended a holy and righteous God. True repentance must have with it the strong emotion of grief over what we have done. Or it will not be a lasting repentance. Well, how do we get that? It's a gift of Jesus, and we must ask for it. And as we look at what we have actually done to the Father and to Jesus, and we consider that, the Holy Spirit will begin to give us a sense of great grief and sorrow. And we will turn from it. You see, the repentance that God is looking for, that's why I've spoken all week about dust and ashes, He wants us to humble our hearts because we have such grief over what we have done. And if you look in the scriptures, Ahab did not have great grief. He was afraid of the judgment God was going to send. So there was not not a deep grieving of his heart. And so it didn't last. And God's judgments fell on him and killed him. Repentance that lasts must be accompanied with a deep sense of grief as we recognize how we have offended a holy God, a righteous God. David said, It is against thee and thee only that I have sinned. Psalm 51, great grief and sorrow. After you've gone through that, you never go back to the sin because it's so grievous to you. Well, our phone lines are open. Would you like to pray? 
877-534-0780. We have time for a couple more people if you call quickly. Mr. Producer, do we have anyone on the line? Okay, the lines are wide open. Lord, I'm asking today that this that this work of grief would be accomplished to its fullness in my heart and in the heart of those who call themselves Christians in America. Lord, I know it's not enough to turn from sin because I'm afraid of the consequence. There must be a deep sense of grief that only you can bring to our hearts as we see what we have actually done to you, Lord. This is very personal for you. It must become very personal for me and for us. And my brother was right. There is there's a desperate need for tears and for brokenness and humility before you. It's easy to pray in our arrogance. But it doesn't go any higher than the ceiling and it bounces down to the floor. Lord, you're calling for us to grieve over our condition before you. Almighty God, I have such a sense of grief and sorrow over how I have wasted so much of my life with the foolish desires of the flesh, the foolish desire to accomplish something, the foolish desire out of ambition, desire for success. And Lord, you've taken it from me. And I thank you. Lord, I just plead today for your church. I plead for each one of us listening to this broadcast today or who will listen. Lord, I ask that you will give to your church the gift of grieving, of sorrow. Lord, we speak so quickly about revival. But Lord, revival must come after we recognize we're almost dead or we are dead in our sins. And there must arise a great cry from our heart that says, Oh God, oh God, I've sinned against you. Lord, would you bring that to us? As our brother said, there's a great deal of religion, but no true faith in Jesus Christ in our church today. We've been vaccinated against the gospel. So we have an intellectual gospel. We have a sentimental gospel, but not a true gospel of the kingdom that causes us to weep before a mighty, righteous God because of how we have sinned against him and done what is unholy. Lord, I plead your mercy. I plead that you would open the doors of grief for the American church. Grief unto true repentance and turning from sin. Turning from unrighteousness. Turning from false doctrine. Lord God, I plead your mercy in Washington, D.C. I pray for our president. Lord, I pray for our Supreme Court. Lord, come quickly. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Okay. Lord, today I pray for the church. It's not enough to have freedom of religion. We need revival in the church in America. And I pray for the many who think they are saved and bring revival of the true gospel that uh, convicts them of sin and shows you saved from sin, not just hell. Um, there are many that are truly born again, but they're not living for you. And and I pray that if they are not um, going to repent, that you that you would um, 
bring chastening. Uh, please bring discipline to turn them around. And, um, and I pray for a revival in America that leads to salvation of uh, many here, but also worldwide. And when other nations look at America, they see all the immorality, and that dishonors your name. That's a, a shame to Christianity. And, um, and I pray that you would turn us around in a way that you would be glorified and that these other nations would turn to you. Your word says, to save some with fear and others with compassion, and we've lacked both those things. Forgive us for the the lack of boldness and the lack of compassion. Bring uh, bring conviction to the church for the sin of apathy, and uh, show we're here for a purpose to serve you, and uh, and not to please ourselves. Give us boldness a backbone not to compromise but to speak your truth give us a passion to give and to serve and to pray and cry out yes. to love you hold wholeheartedly and I pray for your blessing on Pastor Ray's ministry um, that his messages would go further yes. and uh, for other ministries use them to bring the true gospel to America I pray that you'd um, have your way, that you'd be glorified in, in the church, especially, and in America as a whole. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Kayla. Mm-hmm. God bless you. You know, I'm puzzled today. One person has prayed from Washington, one person from Florida, and one person from Alaska. Where are the prayer people from Washington, D.C., who are willing to get really honest and serious with Jesus and are willing to come on the air and cry aloud to God? Why isn't that happening in Washington, D.C.? Where are you? Where is the cry of your heart for your, for your church and your pastor? I'm desperately concerned, Lord. I just, I come praying for the people of Washington, D.C. Where are those who would be eager to come and pray and cry aloud to you? Where are the pastors? Lord, one person said to me, we have prayer meeting at our church, but the pastor seldom ever comes. Lord, where are the people? Lord, this is a regular prayer meeting every Friday. Lord, where are the people who would pray? We open it. We don't set any limits on people. Lord, where are your people to pray? Lord, my heart is broken for this city. There must be a change in Washington. Have we become so casual, so ungodly, that we have no need to pray over this city. Lord, would you move with power in this city and in this nation and raise up men and women of prayer who will cry aloud to you, who will spare not, who will speak the honest truth, unvarnished, who will be real with you, Almighty Father, who will grieve over not just their sin, but the sin of our city. Lord, I am grieved today over Washington. I have ministered in this city for over 50 years, and I have not been able to break through. Lord, I ask for your Holy Spirit in power to come and break through in this city and put this city on its face before your throne. To put the casual Christian, the super-religious Christian, the sinning Christian, that you would put all of us on our faces before you, weeping, weeping, 
O Lord, for our sin. How can we pray for the sin of our nation if we don't deal with our own sin? If we don't deal with the sin of the church? Lord, what kind of judgment must you bring upon this nation to turn us from this wicked casualness and busyness? Oh, Lord, have your way. I pray for this city today. I am grieved, Lord. I am grieved for Washington, D.C. Lord, this is the place where there's a national prayer breakfast. Lord, when will we get serious and truly repent and pray instead of having a program and a show hosting famous people? Lord, when will we really pray? What must you do, Jesus, to cause your people to finally grieve over their sin and cry aloud to you? Lord, would you come now? Thank you, Jesus. We have time maybe for one call. Very quick. 877-534-0780. I am so deeply grieved today for Washington, for our nation, but especially for Washington, D.C. So sophisticated, so much religion. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you, brother. My brother, just pray. Thank you. Calling from Florida. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to pray in this precious ministry. Thank you for the opportunity to suffer together the same pain our pastor is bringing to you, Father. Thank you. Father, we ask you for a revival, Father, in those, it doesn't matter how many they are, in those who are really willing to come to you and face reality, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. We are nothing without you. We humbly recognize it, Father. Yes. What is it when we are with you? Less than dust, Father. We don't ask you to be merciful, Father, because maybe we are in the middle of your punish for those who call themselves Christians. And they are not even willing to pray. Jesus prayed. Jesus Christ we pray. Oh. Amen. Thank you, brother. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. Will you pray? Will you cry aloud to the Lord? 